What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 485 of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk Podcast Hot Tags of the Week. You know what we're going to be doing here. We're going to be breaking down the current events, the gossip, and the rumors, and the news, and other things that have happened in the world of pro wrestling over the past few days we feel like talking about on the podcast, because that's what a podcast is, and we're the hosts, and we talk, and that's how it works. I'm Tony Mango. I've got with me Robert D. Felice. Hey, Tony, is this the Snyder Cut? Or are we going to drag everything out? Like, we're going to make this one big. No, we're we're just going to make it in the 4-3 aspect ratio. Ah. That's, that's what we'll do. Maybe, okay, like, some things in black and white, you know? We're going back in time. So this YouTube video will be only 15 minutes long. Uh, make <laughs> yeah. sure you look at the next part. Okay? It'll be where I'm at, like, 14 minutes and 30 seconds, and I'm going, oh, my God, I have to wrap this up because it's it will go past that 15-minute mark. So everybody click on the next part because... Part two, we'll talk about the other part of the hot tags and, you know, whatever. And there'll be uh, the captions of the images like it used to be. And I don't know. I'll, I'll pre- be promoting my tout. <laughs> uh, you would have been a tout superstar, Tony. I uh, I had a tout account and I touted. I guess he touted. Yeah. We had a tweet kind of thing. I touted a couple videos on that WrestleMania 29 weekend. That was it. <laughs> like, I'm done. That's kind of funny, actually. Couldn't even tell you what I said in it. I'm pretty sure it's just kind of wow. like, woo! It's mania! Woo! It dissolved only in 2019. Really? So only a year and a half ago. Can I still find my account? Or is it like totally dead? Everything dead? I would imagine everything is dead, but you never know. Let's see. Tout.com slash smart out moment. I'm going to do this on the fly. It's totally not loading for me, so that's not a good sign. Well, I'll keep that loading in the background while we remind you all that we want to know what you have to say. So drop a comment below on YouTube in particular and tell us your thoughts on these hot tags and tell us your thoughts on tout and anything else. I liked, uh, was it Marquise, I think, last week that or last podcast or whatever we had done where I had said, like, uh, you know, tell us what you ate for dinner. And he mentioned pepper steak and pasta. I'm like, ooh, that sounds pretty oh, good. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds great. So, so tell us uh, what you're eating. <laughs> so in July of 2012, WWE invested $5 million in tout. They invested $5 million in tout? Hmm. Wow. Yep, and the uh, the site did not load for me, so tout, I'm pretty sure, is RIP. Uh, leave the memories alone, Tony. See, that's not the song that pops into my mind. The song that always pops into my mind is Tout, Tout, Let It All Out. <laughs> These are the things I can do without. Come, Come on. on. And demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> that shout song, I only, like, the thing that pops in my mind about that, specifically outside of, you know, mentioning Tout. But when I think of that shout song, it's those uh, music compilation disc commercials <laughs> that they used oh, to right. run where it'd be like, you know, like Winds of Change by Scorpion and stuff. <laughs> just uh, real quick. Here's the chorus kind of things. Uh, you can right. get all of them for only forty nine You spin me right yeah. around <laughs> <laughs> Good time. So you have no idea what we're talking about, then let us know. We'll, we'll fill you in some more. But um, I told you this is a Snyder cut. Yeah. <laughs> Four hour long edition of the hot tags. 
It might be. We got a lot of hot tags. So yeah, drop a comment, hit the like button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button if you haven't done that already. Ring that little notification bell, especially because we've been doing a lot of live things recently, and you'll be aware of when we go live, when that happens. In particular, we're going to go live again on the Fastlane post-show right after the pay-per-view, so stay tuned for that. And on top of that, if you are feeling so uh, generous that you want to help us out on the monetary side of things, you want to take advantage of the different aspects that you can do that. There's the merchandise shops, Tee Public and Redbubble. There's also, if you're on the YouTube interface, there's a join button and there's an applause button. The applause button is kind of like a little uh, tip jar. And the join button is basically the same as the Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash smartoutmoment, you will see a bunch of different tiers there, including the Pick Your Poison tier, which we'll be doing something pretty soon about that. We're going to do a Play the Game audio edition that we've teased before, sponsored by Marco, Marco so thank you, Marco, for that. Not entirely sure 100% which day we're going to do that, but it's going to be pretty soon. Probably like maybe next Saturday, I think is what we, or next Thursday, I think we might have on the schedule for right now. So stay tuned for that. But it's not going to be on the YouTube because that's uh, going to be more of a copyright problem. So it's only going to be on the podcast feeds. We'll give you more information about that next week. Then there's also the dark casts that you can only listen to on Patreon. And I mentioned before that if we get enough people... I will lower that rate from the $10 one to the $5 one. So if you're thinking about signing up, that is the best time to do it. Try to take advantage of that. And on top of that, if you just want to toss a buck our way, that is a great way to motivate us and to keep us growing and keep us going forward. So if you got the spare change, if you want to open up your wallets and help us uh, do that and you want to show your support, there's a couple different ways to do that. Anyway, let's talk about Charlotte Flair from the uh, WrestleMania poster, although not anymore. So a lot of people are talking about this. You're of the opinion that this is nothing. I'm of the opinion that they actively took her out. And if they went out of the way to just take her out, it's probably a reason why. So I'm going to wear my tinfoil hat here. I I can't. Maybe it's because I, I see a lot of these conspiracy theories all day. I can't be bothered. To think of one for this, you know, it's they took her off the poster. She wasn't a champion. She's not announced for any matches right now. I don't think there's a grand conspiracy here. I think it just they made a bigger banner and they made room for other things. They had to make room for Drew McIntyre's sword, you know. Well, what's weird to me is that they took her out, but they didn't replace her with Asuka. Yeah, I'll agree with that. If they did that, then I would have been like, oh, okay, well, they just decided, why do we have somebody who's not the champion on there? But they just took Flair out. So I'm kind of wondering if that's more of like, well, we don't want to spoil that she's going to be fighting for the championship and or be the champion by the time that WrestleMania comes around, or if it has something to do with the Andrade thing. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it does. Pure speculation. I kind of feel uh, like they wouldn't bother to do it if there's no reason to do it. So then it makes me go, well, then what's the reason? Like, I don't go out of my way to like change something on the website unless I think that there's a problem or an upgrade. Well, was this the week we talked about Andrade or did we do that last week? I think it was last week. Yeah, okay. last week's uh, hot tags. So Andrade confirmed that he asked for his release. Yeah. And do you blame him? No. Like, 
I don't. I mean, it would be stupid of them to punish Charlotte. You don't punish your top star because their significant other asked for a release. Then again, though, you don't take a guy like Andrade and just not use him. Uh, There's more precedent for that than there is for the other thing. It would be kind of funny if that's their big, like, we're going to get back at you. By taking you off the mania poster. <laughs> and it's you not know? even like, okay, we're taking you off mania. It's just you're not on the poster. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh I don't know, like some like um weak parent where it's like, okay, I'll give you exactly what you want, but I'm gonna do it with a frown. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you can eat ice cream, but it's only gonna be after you eat one piece of broccoli. How about that? Okay, well you don't have to eat the broccoli, but but the ice cream, you're not going to get candy on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd do that, parent. But it's going to be <laughs> vanilla, and I'm not fudging. See, I, I like vanilla better. Yeah, but you can't just eat vanilla. I mean, it's... you get vanilla with, like, some kind of stuff in it. It's better, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have some, like, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. By the way. Uh, that is, like, the best. Uh, but I don't want to drag this out any longer, but I was typing peanut butter, and I kept thinking about how you hate when people say peanut why do they say peanut like all right we're gonna go on inside here because i'm gonna this is why we need the all talk show back and snack talk i guess these commercials for the reese's where it's will arnell i think uh doing that kind of voiceover yeah and he's like oh the chicken and the egg it's not a question of what came first it's a chicken uh question of what comes with peanut butter but he says what comes with peanut butter it's not peanut it's N-U-T, nut. Do you say like, yeah. you know, uh, oh, I just fell on my bit? No, you fell on your <laughs> butt. Or like uh, chestnuts. It's not chestnuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> chestnuts. Yeah, it, it's not peanut butter. You're weird if you say peanut. <laughs> it's just wrong. Anyway, for the for Will Arnell listening to this. <laughs> If he goes, hey, well, say peanut. Anybody want a peanut? Doesn't work, Anybody right? Want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, give me the vanilla ice cream with like some. The best thing is you put some Butterfinger crushed up on that and some Reese's. I want that yes, so bad right now. Reese's, not Reese, not Reese. Not- oh God, don't get me started on the people that say <laughs> Reese PC. How is it? <laughs> Charlotte Flair is also going to be starring in the Walking Tall remake. Yeah, you know, I found out that the original, original Walking Tall also starred a wrestler. Like the guy that was in the original movie back in, I guess it was the 70s. He was also like some territory indie worker. And it inspired Hacksaw Jim Duggan with the two by four. Nah. And then you've got the the Rock doing his remake of this. <laughs> well, hold on, just so we're clear, that Jim Duggan thing is a lie, right? No. No, are you serious? Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, two by four. That was uh for the walking tall thing. Jeez, that's cool. This is like a wrestler movie. Yeah, it's just every couple of years another wrestling entity is just kinda like, you know what? <laughs> Let me take a crack at that. So I don't know, maybe in like um, 2040, we're going to get like 
one of Shane's kids is going to be in The Walking Tall or something. I can see it. Maybe. But I'm not planning on checking it out. Uh, it's the type of story that I'm like, I know the story enough. I, I haven't seen the movie that The Rock was in or anything, but I mean, if it looks good enough, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll say it. No matter what, if something looks good enough, I'll check it out. But I got a feeling I'm not going to be super pumped about it. Good for her, though. Yeah, that's that's cool. She's going to branch out. She's going to be a superstar. It's starting. She's doing the Punky Brewster thing. She's going to be doing this. You know, once you start going down that road, it seems like everybody likes it. Practically nobody, like, you know, if they're like a musician or they're uh, a model or an athlete, almost everyone, when they start acting, they're like, you know what? I kind of want to just do this because it's fun. I mean, I've never been in, you know, some big budget movie, but it's a blast. Like, it seems like fun. You get to play these different characters. Of course, Charlotte Flair can do that in wrestling. I'm sure it's nice to play a role where you're not constantly reminded that you're your father's daughter, even though your every story you do is about not just being your father's daughter. Well, her character in this walking tall thing is named Ashley father's daughter. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a Scandinavian name. It's <laughs> Oh yeah. Father's daughter, like the D O T T I R. That now the listeners are like, what the fuck are they on today? They're like, it's only fifteen minutes into this. Usually they don't get that crazy until an hour. <laughs> well, <laughs> strap yourselves in. Snyder cut. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Charlie Caruso. We went from Oof. Charlotte to Charlie. There you go. That's the transition for it. She, according to these reports, is probably gone from WWE, and that is due in part because she was showing up late to some interviews with Randy Orton. I believe it was Seamus was the, the report. Yeah. So the report comes from Sean. So I, I feel like whenever my boss actually breaks these things, I have to just read the special <laughs> selecting verbatim. Shout out to SRS. Uh, he's a great dude. Uh, I like him. You know, All right, let me read this. Okay, so if you've been wondering, if you've been missing Charlie Caruso as of late, there's a reason she's been absent from WWE TV. Fightful heard from several sources on Raw that she gained heat backstage after consistently being late to conduct interviews for Raw. We're told there were specific instances with Randy Orton and Sheamus that led to WWE taking her off of television. The belief is... Among the talent is that her WWE contract expires soon, but there's no word on her future with the company. We're told that Vince McMahon got word of the tardiness himself and took exception to the situation. I'm sure... This is just me not reading. I'm sure Vince McMahon must hate lateness. Like, that must just be the thing that just drives him up the fucking wall. Right. With the amount of eccentricities and everything that has been revealed about Vince McMahon, that's definitely one of them. And if her stuff is coming up soon, then that's not the best time to be renegotiating, you know? For whatever it's worth, it also says here that one name in the company says she's one injury or illness away from being back in the fold. And that same hmm. source 
also indicated that Kevin Patrick, the guy who's the broadcaster on main event and Raw Talk, uh, was brought in as a direct replacement to Charlie. So, sadly, I'm imagining at this point she's gone. I like Charlie. Let me yeah. just put that out there. Like, Charlie Caruso actually has personality. Like, you know what I mean? It sucks that she's late and, like, I'm, you know, you can't be doing that right. when you work for a company of that magnitude. Pop, but, pop. Uh, pop, pop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's totally ruined the word magnitude for me. <laughs> You know, but like <laughs> ten I points like if you get the reference. <laughs> I like Charlie. Yeah, she seems cool, and I don't, I've never met her, so I don't know for sure. But she is one of the more engaging broadcast panelists. And if, like you said, if she's showing up late, you can't do it. But if that's not the case, or if it's blown out of proportion a little bit or whatever, I hope that that's the case at the very least, and that she sticks around because she's fun. She's funny. And yeah, I mean, yeah. her last thing was the, the DP thing. So it's <laughs> at least it left an impression, you know, I did it though. Okay. Um, well, yeah. you got to give the nine eleven seven forty seven thing a run for its money, <laughs> right? Yes. And she also called Goldberg daddy at the, <laughs> at the Royal Rumble. I mean, Charlie Caruso went out with a bang. If I do say so myself. Well, we're gonna keep bringing up the dp thing (laughs) yeah uh i guess more news on that when we find out some more i'm hoping not to you know by like next week or yeah and the week after that or whatever i'm hoping that the next story about this isn't just yep charlie caruso confirmed she's out of wwe or something yeah she's got the espn deal she's she'll be all right she'll land on her feet yeah she'll bounce back i'm sure well, that's if something happens, too. This could just be one of those things. So the one report said out. she could just be right back into the fold like nothing. So, you know. I'm wondering what's happening with Kathy Kelly. Because we haven't seen Kathy because right when she left, the pandemic happens. So that just... So, like, she's just been taking up archery. Like, I follow her on Instagram. She's just, just sort of chilling, having a good time. That's cool. Living life. She good seems like her. a total sweetheart. So Yeah, she seems great. And uh, Kayla recently got some people turning their heads because she had tweeted out uh, something about the amount of times that she's been wondering if she was pregnant, something, something or whatever. And Corey oh. Graves is like, plural. <laughs> <Just kinda. laughs> I like when they got that banter at least going on. Good for Kayla. I, again, Kayla seems like she's a doll. You know who uh, doesn't seem like they're in a good spot right now, at least for AEW? Jack Evans. Oh, no. Wrestling Observer reports that he's got some major backstage heat for busting open Preston Vance on AEW Dark. And that that was the reason why he didn't pop up back later on the uh, the Dynamite episode. Huh. I did not know that. Um, that's that's unfortunate. Jack Evans, he's, he's a good dude. Though. I hope he bounces back because I like him. I'm curious what the heat would necessarily be. If it would be like, well, you're not being careful, or you shouldn't have done that move, or if it's kind of one of those things where accidents happen, but for some reason it's going to be a big deal this day kind of a thing. Or this could be blood out of proportion, too. Always take everything with a grain of salt. Can I give you a breaking news one? Yep. 
Rhea Ripley on Raw next week. Huh. I don't know what they're doing with her. Yeah. For her to be on the Raw after Fastlane, two weeks before WrestleMania. Or, no. Yeah, two weeks, right? Wow. Three weeks? Two weeks. No, three wait. Weeks. Three weeks? Has to be three. All right. Let's do the math. Let's look at a calendar. That's that's helpful. So that'll be Monday the 22nd. So one, two, two weeks. <laughs> wow. Two weeks before Mania. What are they going to do with this? I don't understand that. Are you serious? Wow. No, hold on. There are three episodes of Raw left. There's the episode on Monday, the 22nd. Monday, the week after. Then there's the 29th, and then there's the uh, the 5th. Right. So, so they have three episodes of Raw to build Charlotte Flair versus Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Has to be what they're doing here. That or maybe... I don't, I don't want to say it, but maybe she just goes, you know what, I want to... Do something a mania, and they go. Well, you know what? It's a WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal or something like. Yeah, you, you Tony, stop <laughs> speaking these things into existence. <laughs> I don't think that that's how they're going to do it. I think that we're getting a uh, a women's tag title battle royal kind of thing. Not battle royal necessarily, but you know, like a gauntlet, yeah, or like a whatever. Yeah, because I mean, you got Natalia and Tamina, you got. Naomi and Lana, you got the Riot Squad, you got Sexy Muscle Friends. I can't believe that's their actual name. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than PCB. Uh, that it is. Although you would think that with a submission sorority being Triple uh, X website, <laughs> that you would think Sexy Muscle Friends would. I imagine that it is. And for some reason, I'm picturing Japanese. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like submission. See, submission sorority was good. It's just that they didn't. They check didn't Google it. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't check it. It was because it's a good name. Yeah, it would have worked. Yeah. Instead of just PCB. Whoever really liked that definitely really liked the idea of just the initials, though, because you have that uh, New Day podcast where it was like, "How about your initials?" Like, mm-hmm. is that the, the only thing that this person's pitching for creative? Like, oh, guys, we got a uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. What should we do for their tag team name? How about RRDZ? Huh? 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 Maybe DZRR? What about that? Uh, switching it up. <laughs> like, come on, Phil. Yeah, really. So, uh, good. Now I guess we'll figure out what's happening with Rhea Ripley. Maybe they'll do something on Fastlane. Maybe it'll be like one of those impromptu. Can they just do Charlotte versus Oscar at Fastlane and get to Charlotte and. That's what yeah, I would rather right. have. Look, yeah. look, you've proven this year. You've proven it. It's been it's fact checked after this Monday's Raw. You don't care about building things. Just do it. Just, yeah, just do it. <laughs> get the get the Nike swoosh. Just, just do it. And uh somebody else who's been hanging around is Chelsea Green. Hell yeah. She's back she is uh cleared to compete per fightful and she was backstage at smackdown and i hope to god she (laughs) actually debut you know what they need to do just for like uh omen kind of sake 
book her in a match that's like the you know how like they, they would do like the Belfast brawl and it's just an ODQ match. They just eh, this one's a Belfast brawl. And if it's like Halloween, that's a trick or street fight or whatever. They need to just book her in the winner or loser cannot have to go to the hospital after this <laughs> match. And then they could just do a regular match and they'll be like, look at that. It worked. <laughs> you know. I really hope so, because there was like four different times where she barely got started or she the first match back or whatever and she got injured. So you know, fifth time's the charm or whatever it is. But she's also backstage with Santana Garrett. So I guess both of them are coming up after Mania. Or they could just come up now and be the tag team gauntlet thing. That could be too. Yeah. They could just put those two together. It's not like they haven't made makeshift tag teams before. Look at what's happening at um, Fastlane. So maybe Chelsea and Santana, maybe they start setting something up where it's like, you know, well, Riot Squad wants a title shot, Sexy Muscle Friends wants a title shot, and so on and so forth. Then Green and Garrett come out and be like, you know, we've been sitting on the sidelines. We want a title shot. We're going to be a tag team too. I'd be down for that. Mm -hmm. Either way, it's good that she's cleared to return. And if they have Santana backstage, then... She hasn't been dropped off the radar either, which is a good thing. You know, and to that point, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but they wish Vanessa Bourne a happy birthday this week. Yeah, where's she been, too? I'm glad about that, because, I mean, she's coming back at some point. I like Vanessa Bourne. I do, too. Let's talk about AJ Lee. She is going to be not returning, sadly, to the ring, but she'll be writing a Wonder Woman black and gold comic book. Which I am pretty so neat. excited about this, just because it's AJ Lee, and it's Wonder Woman, and I'm a big fan of comics, and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this. If, uh, if I get a chance to read it, we might do some kind of mention of it on the hot tags or some kind of crossover, because if you don't know, there's also fanboysanonymous.com, where we talk about comics and the geek culture spectrum. So superhero stuff is like the biggest part of that. There's movie reviews, there's TV stuff, there's video game stuff. Uh, but the superhero stuff is one of the things that I harp on the most. So Wonder Woman, for instance, is a part of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like we've been talking about, we're going to actually record our review of Zack Snyder's Justice League after we get done with the hot tags. So you guys are going to be able to hear that on the Fanboys Anonymous channel. I don't know. Maybe we'll even do it live. Nobody's awake. <laughs> we'll do a live thing anyway. We, we should. We, we should. Why not? You want to do a live after this? At like uh, one in the morning? <laughs> why, why not? Yeah, maybe we will. Maybe it'll just pop up in your feeds and you'll be like, oh, I missed a live thing. And they, they were right. They did it. <laughs> Either way, if, it, if it's live, if it's not, it'll be up on that channel. And you can subscribe all over the place on fanboysanonymous.com. You can... Head up to Patreon for that to help make sure that we do even more stuff on Fanboys because we've been really enjoying doing a lot of that recently. In particular, the Review to a Kill series about the James Bond franchise, Live and Let Die. It's the most recent episode that's been uploaded and we are going to do more and more and more of those as those go along because we're going to review every single one of the movies and then probably some other stuff after that too to kill some time in between. But um. That's all on fanboysanonymous.com. So, you know, if you really like the red brand here, go check out the blue brand. Let's talk about the black and gold brand, not for the Wonder Woman comic, but for NXT, because we got to talk about a COVID outbreak that involved a couple different people. It seems like Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae were a part of the quarantine. Seems like 
either Isaiah Swerve Scott and or Leon Ruff were part of that because their match was canceled. Triple H not hanging around because he's in quarantine. Although one report did say he's in quarantine, but he tested negative. So that's I agree with that, though. He should still be in quarantine because yep. you were near him. Yeah, that's how, you, that's how you properly do shit. You, you know, take this seriously. Everybody keeps acting like it's just, well, it's been a year, and then things don't work that way. It's kind of like when people go, all right, three, two, one, happy new year. Well, my life's going to turn around. It's like, well, that's not how it works. (laughs) And if that is how it works, then you need to do that countdown at the end of every day. Yeah, then, you know, share some of the magic with the rest of us. (laughs) Imagine that, like, you watch the ball drop, and you're just sort of like, there goes a whole bunch of money in my bank account (laughs) or something like that. Uh, more on that when we talk about Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this COVID uh, outbreak, I haven't been able to find too much rock-solid information about it. It seems from what I've gathered that it was a bunch of people setting up rings and doing some other stuff like that and not wearing masks. So, wear a mask. Guys. Yeah, there's also a report from Fightful. I know I've said their name a lot tonight. Look, I'm not just showing them because I work there. They happen to break a lot of good news. That Vince McMahon is, like, fucking outraged that people aren't properly following protocol. They should be. Like, this is WrestleMania season. Not only should you be following this protocol anyway, and especially during a time frame where, like, you know, you you have got other people's lives to factor in here, and this is, like, a job that you keep going to instead of, like, you know, there's one instance where something might have happened or whatever. Even then, you shouldn't be making up excuses. But this is the time of the year where it's like, they can't afford to just go, well, for two weeks, that isn't happening. Everybody's got to be on their absolute best behavior, at least until WrestleMania is done. Can you imagine just being like, oh, guess we're not doing Edge. Right. Or Brian or Roman, because Brian and Roman all both left. When COVID got serious. Where, like, you set up all this kind of stuff ahead of time, and then Bobby Lashley is like, I got a quarantine. You know? Can you imagine? I'm really hoping we don't get any news like that over the next couple weeks. Speaking of, Goldberg got the first shot. I saw that on Instagram. Huh. Did he, um... Like, uh... Have any reaction where he, like, spits out smoke? Or... (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, that would give the anti-vaxxers something to talk about. (laughs) Somebody's going to take footage of him in his entrance and be like, see, this is what happens. Look, it causes this. (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't have banged his head on that uh, locker if that wouldn't have been the case, you know. Or, you know what, even worse, because the way that some people are, they'll take footage of the fiend and be like... Uh, a before and after of Husky Harris. This is before he took <laughs> <laughs> Randy Orton throwing up black ooze. This right. Is what <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll not even pay attention to the fact that it's grainy footage and they'll show Papa Shango and Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> you see? Look at this guy. <laughs> uh, COVID, uh, blah, 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 words. The COVID outbreak is obviously a really, really bad thing, and I hope that that's something that this wakes people up, and that it doesn't factor in anymore of changing any plans going forward. 
they've got at least enough time that if they ended up having to do the two week long quarantine that they should be able to do the matches for takeover. So that's good, but stop partying, stop, uh, not wearing a mask. And I don't know why my phone is going off with that. I didn't say anything close to, uh, to Google, but whatever. And I know why, cause it says, I don't understand. And neither do I Tony's phone. I don't understand either. <laughs> Maybe my Echo Dot's going to chime in too and go, I understand. <laughs> or it'll be a little bit late to the party and it'll be like, yeah, vanilla ice cream's great. <laughs> uh, we also, unfortunately, have two injuries in NXT that factor into some stuff going forward. One of them is Kurt Stallion. He has suffered a wrist fracture. Ugh. And um, Danny Birch, I-, I haven't gotten confirmation about it. But it's, it's it seems shoulder. like a separated shoulder. Yeah. So that sucks because, I mean, it always sucks when anybody gets injured. But in particular, when you've got a championship, no Danny Birch and only Lorcan versus MSK for takeover. God, they should be given those belts by default. <laughs> you think they're, what they're going to do is um, vacate the titles and have Grizzle Young veterans? Or do you think that they're going to do something else? I'd vacate the belts. Because they do have an option of having Pete Dunne sub in for Danny Birch, which would be kind of interesting because Pete Dunne had his title reign with um, Matt Riddle, where he had to be subbed in and replaced by Timothy Thatcher. I'd I'd allow that just because Pete Dunne can also say, hey, look, I never lost the belt. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. I don't know what their game plan was because we didn't get Grizzly Young Veterans this week either. They were doing like a little video kind of thing. So maybe they were quarantining as well. But the whole setup with MSK and the the hand injury and all that, I was assuming that what we would go with is Birch and Lorcan against MSK for TakeOver. But if that can't be the case right now, I don't know what they're doing with Pete Dunne. He's teasing this whole idea that he's the best technical wrestler. But I'm wondering, like, who comes in to challenge him? Listen, I love, I don't even know if he said this on the air, but I love Callum's idea of Daniel Bryan goes to NXT and fights Pete Dunne. I'd be cool with that. Like, yeah, I'm I'm down for a three-way at Mania, but if it can't be that, I'm totally okay with Daniel Bryan fighting Pete Dunne. Because that match will that match will be a thing to write home about, you know. Um, would be pretty pretty special. I was even thinking that, depending on what their plans are for that, there might be a three way for the tag titles. It might be MSK versus Grizzled Young Veterans versus Lorcan and Pete Dunne. I wouldn't mind it. And even though that would not factor in the whole who's Pete Dunne going to be challenged by, maybe they hold off on it. Yeah. Because I can't imagine, obviously, this wasn't their plan that Birch gets injured. <laughs> obviously, that's not <laughs> the plan. Imagine? But like... All right, all right, we need to factor in Birch yeah. getting injured. They're like, listen, we can go with uh, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. We can do Io Shirai against Raquel Gonzalez. Danny Birch, we're going to need you to separate your shoulder. And then like, yeah, it's kind of... He's just like, what? <laughs> They're like, nah, trust me, it's going to be good. (laughs) Kurt Stallion, I don't think, was going to be factored into the takeover plans. 
he got he his had shot. That one, match, that one time. Yeah. He had a shot. He lost. Listen, I, I feel bad for him. He's good. Mm-hmm. They, they, There's bigger fish to fry. You got a champion versus champion match. How can there be anything bigger than a stallion? Uh, I don't know my horse etymology. Is a colt bigger? I don't fucking I don't think know. so. <laughs> I don't know. I, I said something. <laughs> horse people out there. Uh, tell me if that's right, or if it's wrong, then tell me nay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hate me too. Go on, uh, vote on the Smart Madness tournament. That's the best pay-per-view names of all time. That's the tournament that we're doing right now. Round two is up, so you go ahead and uh, vote on that, and keep that going along here. The uh, Smart Madness tournament changes to a new round every single Wednesday night or Thursday morning, depending on when I get around to doing it. And, uh, you know, we, we're pretty new on this one. So cast your votes. Yeah. Um, we'll talk more takeover stuff when we get a little closer to takeover. Well, let's, let's talk NXT producers like Shawn Michaels, because Shawn Michaels recently said in an interview with inside the ropes that had he been, Pre- uh, presented with working with a performer like he, like how he was in the 90s, he might have actually just said, hey, look, I mean, we can get him some help, but at the end of the day, is he more trouble than he's worth? And to me, that's inter- that's an interesting quote to me. Because for him to say that somebody with all the problems that he brought to the table in the 90s would be more trouble than they're worth. It makes me wonder about the people who we do know are problematic in that locker room. Velveteen Dream, Riddle. Uh, Jordan Devlin. Austin Theory. Oh, actually, the, the Austin Theory thing, did that pan out? I don't remember for sure. Shouldn't uh, say that. It's... Because he's been getting more of a solid push, so he's I'm assuming that... He's got a solid push, and he's been stated by Michaels as somebody we should watch out for in this year, but... It does seem like there's quite a difference between what he's got going on and what like Velveteen Dream's got going on. So, so. I'll, I'll read you the quote. He says, I don't know. I don't think I'd deal with them, and I'd probably suggest that we let him go. He's got He's going to be nothing but trouble no matter how talented he is. Either that or get him help. Honestly, that would be the biggest thing, especially as I look at it. I think to myself, well, I, I was good at my job. So when you see that kind of ability and they're young and they're just angry at everything and obviously have a problem, as opposed to getting rid of them, the first thing you should probably think of is helping them. So the more that I think about it, I think to myself, again, we should try to at least help him because that young man is going to end up hurting himself someday or he's going to be one of those wrestling tragedies that we hear about. So I think if he had all the drug issues and things like that, I think that'd be the first step. If it was an attitude thing and there were no other circumstances, that's when sometimes it may be, no matter how good he is, he's probably in more trouble than he's worth. Who's he referring to? Himself. Oh, okay. Huh. I mean, it's it's an interesting perspective, because I've been telling you for months, I want to hear somebody ask Sean and Hunter about dealing with problematic people. Right, and that's that's a good way to get it around. Because l- listen, they know what it's like to be 
problematic and to mature over the years. And now they know what it's like to be on the opposite side. So right. they get to, you know, every parent eventually learns the lessons that their parents were trying to teach them. And then they go up. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I understand that. So, um, let's talk about NXT UK. Cause Shawn Michaels is a big part of that. Oh, NXT UK is going to oh. have basically a takeover. Oh God. <laughs> so this week, this week is going to be insane. I lost track of how many articles I'm going to be writing. And I, I basically at this point, I've been telling other people, you know, I've been telling my fiance and stuff. I'm like, I might be having a podcast like 24 <laughs> seven, you know, we should. Cause I'm thinking like, we'll have the hot tags. We'll have predictions for fat, uh, for fast lane for WrestleMania. We'll have predictions for takeover, which for Mania and for TakeOver are going to be double the amount of what a normal predictions podcast would be. There's going to be predictions now for NXT UK Prelude. There's going to be a post-show for NXT UK Prelude, a post-show for both episodes of NXT TakeOver, a post-show for both episodes of WrestleMania. How I don't know we, what on, as far as... How can we possibly do that? How can we possibly do predictions and a post-show for Prelude? When the post show for Prelude is probably going to be occurring as NXT Stand and Deliver Night 2 is beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the conundrums. So you, you have to understand, like, I I told the, the Fightful people, I'm like, all right, WrestleMania week. Uh, how the fuck are we going to survive this? Like, <laughs> what are what is the point of this? And that's not even counting the fact that there's still a bunch of indies. We're not going to cover it on Smart Guy Moment, but like over on Fightful, you got to cover all the indies. Right. Fucking why? And Impact wants to run uh, a pay-per-view on Saturday, the WrestleMania is going on. And they're going (laughs) to run. And supposedly the start time is 8 PM on Saturday. It's like WrestleMania will have already been on for two hours. And then they'll have been uh, Raw and SmackDown and 205 Live. And NXT. And NXT. Tuesday that week. Oh, the week of, of WrestleMania? Or the week after. Oh. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And you got Dynamite, and you got Dark, and you got Dark Elevation. <laughs> you got Main Event. <laughs> and you got, uh, I'm sure, like, The Bump. You got some other network special type stuff, unless the Peacock yeah, stuff yeah. isn't working out like that. I don't know. You um, got uh, the, the fucking Vince McMahon documentary. Oh, you got those A and E shows. That that's A and ones. Oh, the like the Treasury thing and the yeah. Treasury, <laughs> not the Treasury. <laughs> they just talking about bank notes the whole time. Uh, this episode we talk about the JBL money. This episode we talk about the Million Dollar Man. Like you know, no, the um. The uh, search for the hidden treasures and the bad treasures. Stuff. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally gonna forget about that. You're gonna have to remind me about that one. <laughs> it's the Sunday. It's like, so we'll do the hot tags, and then that Sunday, after Mania, will be the A and E stuff. So yeah, it's <laughs> it's like <laughs> I almost said A and W. <laughs> Root beer is okay. Actually, I'm not a big fan. You got the A and E stuff, you got the AEW stuff, and the A and W. Get the, get the 
AAW stuff. So watch some wrestling, eat a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, get a burger, you know? Still want that ice cream. Just saying. I don't know if they have the ice cream there, but if they do, that'd be cool. Uh, NXT UK Prelude. It's a thing. It's um basically going to be just a special episode of NXT UK. It's not going to be an actual takeover event. Or at least that's what they're kind of advertising Why it as. calling it that? I don't understand the name. Prelude? Prelude to I, what? Honestly, it sounded like it was going to be like a dark show. I thought they yeah. were announcing a new weekly series. And I was like, they, they can't. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, because we're going to have our biggest superstars on WrestleMania week. And it's like, okay, sure. So Walter's going to fight Tommaso Ciampa and Rampage Brown because like, geography, you know, timing. Yeah. Rampage Brown is going to be facing him on this prelude show. There's also going to be a number one contenders match for the Heritage Cup with uh, the Noam Dar and uh, Tyler Bate feud factoring into that. And they haven't announced anything else yet. Now, they did announce that Pretty Deadly has number one contenders with Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams, but they specifically didn't say that that's happening here. So I'm assuming it happens beforehand. Um, listen, Mario Fabio and Luigi Fabio can <laughs> defend the titles whenever they want. Clearly, they're just going to break up Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. Yeah, because Williams is turning heel and they're going to lose. So I'm assuming that that happens on a regular NXT UK episode. And like then- next next week, for instance, we're getting Ilya Dragunov against Sam Gradwell in an ODQ match. That, I would think would be a show uh it would fit for a show like prelude but that's happening next week so maybe the nxt uk women's titles in the line too because they can't fit too many matches either it's usually between three and four matches on each show listen kaylee ray is still champion somehow crazy it's crazy and by the way that match against miko setamora watch it like it was a good match guys and I hope they do it again. Just do it again. Just run it right back. I'm starting to think that it's going to be a triple threat. And it's going to be uh, Piper Niven against Ginny against Kaylee Ray. Give it to Piper. If you, don't it, give it, if you put Piper in another title match and you don't give it to her, shame on you. It really, at this point, it would be like, come on, how many matches is she going to get? So that week adds another thing to there. And I'm assuming what we're going to try to do because it's going to be nuts. Here's the current game plan that I've got in my mind of how this week's going to go for everybody who wants to set their calendars to smart out moment content. We'll have the normal content on the website. Instead of having one main event that week, <laughs> we're going to have like 15 for the podcast where on Monday night, It'll be a normal Monday night. We're not going to do anything with Smart Count Moment outside of like the website stuff. On Tuesday, we'll have the Hall of Fame. I'm assuming probably not doing anything based off of that. Because really, what would we do? You just review the Hall of Fame? There's not going to be much to review. Okay, well, who did the best speech? Who cares? That kind of thing. It's not like a, a podcast type of material thing. That's something to factor a little bit more into the the hot tags later on that week. Then on, uh, on Tuesday at some point in the afternoon or so, we'll probably do predictions for NXT takeover. 
And then Wednesday, we've got NXT TakeOver. So after TakeOver is over, we'll do the post show. Then I'll watch AEW Dynamite after that, of course. Then on Thursday, we'll have NXT UK. After that, we'll try to do an immediate uh, post show, which will probably be pretty short just to make sure that we can get it done if that's the no, case. No, it's pretty deadly, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to add a third member, and it's just going to be Nick Knack from The Man of the Golden Gun. So. <laughs> we still didn't establish which one's pretty and which one's deadly. We'll have, to, we'll have to ask them at some point. Mario Fabio is pretty and Luigi Fabio is deadly. <laughs> and which one's Mario and which one's uh, Luigi? You mean uh, Sam Stoker and Lou Sally? Uh, Mario would be the blonde and Luigi <laughs> would be the brunette. <laughs> the uh, if NXT UK prelude does bleed into takeover then we can't do the post show because that's just it can't work that way is that why it's prelude is it a prelude to the nxt show maybe they didn't really clarify enough for me like that i don't don't like the name i suggested in my post on wrestling news i said i want them to have an nxt uk event called bloody hell that'd be amazing just it makes me laugh at the very least. I want William Regal to say it like War Games too. No, I see. Instead of getting William Regal to do the whole War Games type of thing, we need to do it with the the way that Callum did the War Games thing. <laughs> so it'll just be like NXT UK. Bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, man! I was all this and yeah. cracking down. It's War Games, bro. <laughs> the uh, that whole game plan kind of depends on when that ends. If it starts at four. And it ends at five Eastern, then there is a little bit of a time where that's not going to bleed into it. And then we'll just be like, hey, everybody that just ended, we're going to try to get through this within 20 minutes or something. And it's just, what'd you think about that match? What'd you think about that match? Okay. Check us out later on because we got Takeover coming up in a few, that kind of thing. And then we'll do the Takeover thing at some point in the mix there. On We can't do it on Thursday, but it'll probably be on Wednesday afternoon. We'll do our, uh, Predictions for WrestleMania. Then when Friday comes along, WrestleMania and anything else will be covered under the hot tags about like last thoughts before we go into WrestleMania. Then Saturday, everything Sunday, of course, is WrestleMania. So then we do that. Uh, that week's going to be fun. <laughs> but you know what, me, though? Uh, somebody was like, yeah, I took the Friday and Monday off for WrestleMania. And I'm like... Oh, I should look into taking those days off. How do you do that? Yeah, it's like, I'll take the April off (laughs) for WrestleMania. (laughs) Last year and the year before that, and I think maybe the year before that, like it's been increasingly like, everybody knows at this point that WrestleMania is the busiest time frame of the year, but they always kind of underestimate what's going on and like, like my fiance, for instance, or something, it'll be like, I know that this is a really busy week. And then I'll be like, it was busier than I thought. <laughs> just kind of thing. I'm trying to get as much done I can as I can ahead of time. I'm writing up like predictions for matches I think are going to happen for the card for Mania, where I'm like, if they announce it, my predictions are already written up and, you know. See, but like sometimes pre-writing can bite you in the ass because oh, I, yeah. I was going to pre-write a... Savio Vega in the Hall of Fame, and I'm glad I didn't do that because they didn't announce Savio. 
Yeah, so weird. I was expecting that to be the case. Instead, we got the announcement that Eric Bischoff is going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame this year, which very cool. Uh, like, uh, he's on a short list of people who it's like, well, fucking no shit. Like, so he could be what? a part of uh, Pretty Short then. Yeah, he absolutely can. <laughs> he's on the short list, right? And it's like, why haven't they announced him? Why didn't they announce him as going in with the NWO? Yep. Uh, like, but he should just go in with them now. Like, he, they they should just do their speeches at the same time. And, yeah. Well-deserved. And it's a shame that this isn't going to be in front of people. Like This should be in front of people. Uh, They're that's... over here trying to get people for Mania. They should try to have like an audience of a thousand right spread a thousand people out like that you know get them to where people can you know thank you bischoff and different things maybe there's going to be some time during wrestlemania that they'll carve out or something i wouldn't be opposed to it they they really should especially for somebody like eric bischoff who deserves this so much and i was so happy to wake up on a Thursday and hear the news that he was going in because he fucking deserves it. Like this is a good class of people that deserve it. Molly Holly, Bischoff, JBL, sorry, Callum, JBL, um, <laughs> the British Bulldog, the British Bulldog should have went in years ago. He should have went in with Brett. Okay. Like, come on. Yeah. In an ideal world, there would have been a heart foundation. Uh, group at one point, but that's a thing. Also, a thing is that at least the rumor going around right now is that Batista's not going to be a part of this. I hate that. I don't know where you got this from, but like, that's awful. That's awful. So, there's three different things going around right now. One of them is uh, Fightful Select, one of them is Ringside Man, news and on, one of them is Russell Talk. Hold on, you can't make me feel like that, bro. You gotta. Sean didn't say no Batista though, did he? No, that there's changes made to the okay. lineup. Okay, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna right. be a dick. Uh, no, because if there's changes made to the lineup, and then the other two outlets are reporting that the biggest change is that Batista's not showing up. Why? I'm assuming it's one of those things where it's just like, well, I don't really want to do that kind of a Hall of Fame thing. Then, but, don't, do, then don't do the Hall of Fame. If you can't induct the full class, then just don't do it. Like, It is kind of strange, isn't it? Yeah. What is this report, by the way? I, I just came across this. That SmackDown might move to Thursdays? I I had seen that. It's something like, because Fox and the NFL... Got a deal. Uh, SmackDown moving doesn't phase me. SmackDown's been on almost every night yeah. of the week, except Wednesday. It was t- Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And yeah. Saturday. I think it might have been for a little bit. For a short period of time, yes. Especially, like, when you live in the Northeast, as you do, uh, sometimes it just gets bumped for ball games. So, like, they'll just show it on on Saturday because back when it was on like my network TV or whatever UPN or something it just get bumped yeah like imagine that yeah weird anyway I don't I don't want to see 
Batista not in there. Yeah, I don't want them to not do that. Like, I was looking forward to Batista. But maybe they are trying to plan on, you know, saving him for a year where something else is happening. Or maybe he's too busy filming stuff and he can't do it. And he can't block off the time. What movie? Is it the Dune year? The Dune is already out, isn't it? No, I think that they filmed it. Look, movies are another topic entirely. It's a weird year for movies. Fanboysanonymous.com. If you want to check out my thoughts on the Oscars, I'll tell you really quickly. It's because <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll double that up and say, my God, it was everything voted on like a streaming platform. Were there no were there no movies that were just like that was in theaters in January? There you go. At the beginning of the, the year and at the end of the year things were completely different because the beginning of the year I'm like, oh man, there's so many good movies that are going to be coming out this year. And at the end of the year, I'm like, Sonic was great. Sonic, <laughs> yeah, Sonic okay. was really good. Yeah, I really like that. So, Batista, uh, I don't know when we're going to see him next. Maybe it's going to be in a movie. Maybe it's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. I know when we're going to see Hulk Hogan next. Uh, yeah, at the Hall of Fame. Hulk Hogan and Titus O'Neil are hosting WrestleMania this year. That too. So, uh, so I, I, I'll put this out there. No, I don't think they're pairing these two for the reason that people think they're pairing these two. Titus O'Neil is a legitimate leader in the Hillsborough County community. He's like a, you know, bleeds uh, Florida. Yeah, kind of guy. And, he, and he legitimately is always in the news here for the most positive of efforts. Um, so he's a nice guy. I, I could say this. I don't mind saying it. Uh, he goes to church with my family. Like, it's a real thing. Like, Titus is a good dude. I actually was, unfortunately, able to tell my family the news of their pastor passing away because I read it on Titus's Instagram. Like Titus loves this community. He should be the host. He should have so much to do with this mania. I don't think they're pairing it because, Oh, we're going to balance out Hulk Hogan with Bob, you know, black guy. Cause Hogan did the racist thing. And it's, it's not that look, I know there's a portion of people that are always going to think that when they look at Hogan and that's, that is what it is. You can't take that away from what he did. But it's Hogan because it's Hogan, and it's Titus because they're in Florida. Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah. And, and last they year they don't have Gronkowski. Last year they had Gronk, and Titus popped up as like a mini host. Right. And look, Titus isn't somebody who's wrestling on a regular basis. He is in this kind of position. Hogan makes sense because he's a name. They get him on the card, that kind of thing. He's been a part of, you know, the Venice Beach side of things and all that. So that, that, that's in California, bro. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I thinking that that's in Florida? Because that's where he's built from. Like, just like, <laughs> like that is a brain fart on you, right? Uh, Clearwater is what I think you meant to say. <laughs> Yeah, he's been he's been in Paris. <laughs> you know. Uh yeah, wow, brain fart. Um but he's a name. 
he's somebody who they can just be like, hey, look, it's Hogan. And some people will tune in because it's Hogan. And, you know, I don't dislike this idea. For the hosts at WrestleMania, they're really not going to do much. Are they gonna do? They're gonna come out and say welcome everybody to WrestleMania, and maybe there's like some kind of a little skit or something. Like, uh, didn't Hogan? Wasn't the only thing that he really did was he like posed with Alexa? He posed with Alexa. That was nice. That's like it. So at least maybe this time they won't bother to just show his phone. <laughs> why are the, the H phone, brother? Uh, why are they insistent on having a host? It's just a way to get another name out there, I'm sure. But, like, they, they've been doing this for a few years now, because when New Day, New Day hosted in, like, 2017, and then I think the host the following year was... But did they do a host the next year? Because the year after that, it was Alexa. They did... The Rock was the first one out of these, like, we're going to build up who the host of WrestleMania is. And then they've had, like, yeah, you said, like, Alexa, and it's like, well, she was injured. Right, like, Hogan did 30, and then they would just, like, bounce names of, oh, we need to get you on the card. Uh, Here, New Day, you're perfectly capable of wrestling, but uh, be the host. There's some people tweeting out that they wanted Bailey to be the host. That that was a rumor that, like, ah, Bailey can host it. Bailey doesn't need to host it. She doesn't. You know, like let her wrestle. Let her do <laughs> yeah, let her do her wrestling thing. Let the wrestler wrestle, you know. What what a concept. There's more news about the WrestleMania situation of the seating at the very least. They've blocked off the section with the pirate ship. That means it's coming. No, if they tarped it off, then they'll probably not even show it. No, like it's like they've it's on the graphic, like they're going to have the pirate ship. I'm assuming that it means the opposite. I believe it means there will be a pirate ship there because they built a pirate ship and they they had like logos ready to go. They never got to use the pirate ship. Kevin Owens was talking about how he really wants to jump off of it. And if they can't then that sucks um i'm all for kevin living his best life and john the (laughs) fire chips i think it's i think it's a multiple (laughs) pirate chips that's his life now he's just like i'm living my best life i see a pirate chip i jump off it yeah it's a mutiny but um i think it's an utter shame that Kyrie sane couldn't yeah man that's a shame they they wasted her. She had the cutest little treasure chest for the title. I miss Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Let's talk about some updates to Fastlane because, you know, we're still on the road to WrestleMania technically. And we do have two more matches out of the card and we got more confirmation that one of the matches is still happening. They did not take Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon off the card. So I'm glad I uh, didn't erase all that stuff. I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep it up there. I think it might be a glitch in the website that everybody's running with instead. And tonight on SmackDown, they're like, yep, Braun Strowman against Shane McMahon. So that's still happening. Or at least they're advertising that it's still happening. Maybe it won't. I don't know. There's also that rematch between Mustafa Ali 
and Riddle. So Riddle retains. <laughs> I'm still going with Ali. And then we got the confirmation of Seth Rollins against Shinsuke Nakamura, which means basically confirmation Cesaro versus Rollins at WrestleMania. I like it. Uh, Rollins has to win this, of course. I'm a big fan. I like this a lot. Looking forward Uh, to it. It should be a good match. Rollins is having a lot of fun. Rollins is at the point in his career where I think he's over being the guy who just wants to wrestle. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going to have fun and be a character and just be a complete caricature. And then I can just go home and be me and not have to worry about blending the two. I'd like to see more of that. Yeah. Cause to me, that's when wrestling is really fun, you know? Yeah. To me, when you get a little bit too much where your name is like, you know, James Smith and your real name is James Smith and you go out there and you're like, Hey, I'm James Smith. I'm a wrestler then you got to do so much more work just to try to be interesting. I mean, John, John Cena was like an anomaly in that regard. And Randy Orton, like, yeah, that is what it is. But like, he's also Randy Orton. So they're just a wrestling family. So he can get away with like, it's in my blood. Of course, I'm an Orton. Right. If you're second generation, third generation, whatever, you kind of have to do at least a little bit of an allusion to that. Otherwise people are just going to be chanting anyway. But when you get to like Seth Rollins could be any type of a character because he's not Seth Rollins. He's Colby, you know? Right. I think more people need to do that. I agree. So let's talk about the TV stuff. That have gone down this week. We got the debut of AEW Dark Elevation. And we got a whole episode of AEW Dark. So there goes the idea that AEW Dark is not going to be as long anymore because they'll have Elevation. Bro, there was four hours of television outside of Dynamite. Yeah, so it's it's hard to watch. Like That is too much. And for the people that are like, yeah, but you know what? If you're a really big fan about it, it's good that you get more. Yeah, but it, it's just, it's difficult to take in that much pro wrestling each week. And I'm hoping that that changes. Because, yeah, some matches are good, but it's in typical fashion. It's like, okay, you got uh, Luchasaurus and Cesar Bernoni, but it's crap. You got like Jungle Boy against Danny Limelight. I know who's going to I know who's going to win. Right, but that is good. And you got Abaddon against whoever she was against. Uh, like okay, well then Abaddon wins. And oh, well it's, you know, it's supposed to be for these people to win or whatever. Yeah, but then when the matches go on for 15 minutes piece or something. So it's hard to get invested in a lot of those. And I like a lot of the people that are a part of that, you know, like Looking at even just the elevation thing, Jungle Boy is great. Uh, Big Swole is great. Tai Conchi, so much better than what she was in NXT. I don't know if that's just something else clicked or NXT was holding her back or what, but I've been enjoying her so much more. Red Velvet, big fan of Red Velvet. Powerhouse Hobbs is cool. Brandon Cutler is great. 
you know, like you do some good stuff, but I just get burned out because it's hard to watch 20 something hours of just pro wrestling in a week. Yeah. You know, here's what's hard. And yeah, I bitched about this on the Wednesday night or the review podcast. And I'm going to say it again. Uh, why are they running angles with Tony Khan when Raw's on the air? Don't do that. Oh, I really don't like how they position Elevation to be the first hour goes into Raw. And then that's fine. No, that's fine. End it at 8 o'clock. Just end the damn show. Do it from 7 to 8, or if you need to do two hours, which you don't need to do, but if you need to do it, do it 6 to 8. And yeah, for anyone who's going to say, my God, they're so stupid, they're always complaining. We're only complaining because we're coming at this from a very unique perspective. If you like it and you you don't have to cover this shit for a living, mazel tov. Like, live your best life. Watch this stuff all day. But when you've got to cover it and Raw's just like, welcome to the Raw, by the way, here's your WWE Championship match at WrestleMania and here's Fastlane match. That's too much. Yeah, we were both going <laughs> nuts on Monday because it really literally was... Hey, Tony Khan just made an appearance on Elevation, and they just announced a WrestleMania match. By the way, while you're doing that, the titles for the tag titles changed hands, and uh, the 24-7 title changed hands, and fast lanes changed, and and you're like... Bad Bunny just took a guitar shot, and oh, man. Asuka's back. She's cleared from doing something or whatever, but she's, you know, going to tease this or not do anything, and then you're going to be watching that, and Matt Seidel's got a title match or something, if he can... And you're like... All right, look, do it at a different time and it's different. It's the same thing for movies. Like, if everybody, like, these movies keep coming out, well, not lately, but like, movies change their release dates to get away from other movie release dates. Most recently, something, I forget what it was now, uh, something just changed to September 17th. It was Venom. Because uh, Fast and Furious 9 moved to the day that Venom was. So Venom now moved away from that day because they know that people can't typically go to, to watch two movies in a day. And then that screws up their first day box office. And it's just too hard to watch an hour's worth of AEW Dark Elevation while the first hour of Monday Night Raw is going on. So... If you're somebody who you prioritize Dark Elevation, and if you want to help out, you want to do the live coverage on SmartGuyMoment.com, reach out to me because I can't do both at the same time. I was not expecting that at all. Who were you expecting? No, I was not expecting you to go do a plug for, hey, come right to the website. Yeah, because it's like, otherwise, the alternative is it'll have to wait. Yeah, you just don't have it on the website. Because it's just, you can't do... Keep in mind, everybody, when you're doing live coverage, you're not just typing out who wins. You're watching this stuff while you're doing a bunch of other things. And if you go with something for me, like, you know, okay, the tag titles change hands. Suddenly I have to change the tag titles changed hands, put that post up on the website, switch over the current champion, switch over the predictions for fast lane, switch over the predictions for WrestleMania, switch over the predictions for who the next champion is going to be put the new title reign thing on that part. That's what five, six things just for one thing that happened without even factoring in. I'm doing live coverage for 
two to three websites at the same time too. So it's like you can't do all that and also watch a whole nother show at the same time. So I really hope that they switch up this AEW Dark Elevation thing. Otherwise, I'm not going to watch an hour of it each week. Because <laughs> after watching an hour and then three hours of Raw, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm sick of wrestling. I got to watch something else. Or maybe shut my TV off because you shouldn't be staring at your screen all day like I do. Oh, yeah, you should. I do. I mean, I don't know any other way. You know what? I need to pick up one of those pairs of those uh, glasses. The blue light? Yeah. Yeah, Probably like save my uh, eyeballs from exploding in a couple years, but <laughs> that's what they do, right? I think that's what they do. <laughs> no, that's pretty accurate. It's a uh, it's about as accurate as Venice Beach being in Florida. <laughs> uh, you know what? The, but like, really, when you're watching Monday Night Raw, and I guess we could jump into the TV stuff, unless there's any other pod tags. Uh, big show on uh, elevation. What'd you think? Uh, he was fine. His commentator, just nothing really important. He, he's just Paul. Like he's just Paul G. I like that he calls him G. Yeah, on the uh the raw side of things, at the very least for the TV coverage, some of that we factored into our uh, fast lane predictions already, but some of it we didn't. We know we're getting Drew McIntyre against Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania, which that's why we were talking about. Well, why isn't the Sheamus match a number one contenders match? Un- unreal. I, I again, I don't care if I said it on Wednesday. I hate that precedent. I think it's a bad precedent to set. That okay, here we go. It's just a match. How did he get there? By yeah. announcing it. <laughs> well, he said it. How'd you say it? Oh, he said it. <laughs> um. Then they did the thing where Sheamus attacks Lashley, Miz attacks McIntyre. I actually like that. I think that's cool when you have different combustible elements that are fighting each other. Didn't last long because McIntyre would just beat the Miz. And uh, later in the night, Lashley would beat Sheamus. Great match. Not underselling that. But, you know, Sheamus loses. That's what he does. Uh, He'll lose on Sunday, which is now a no DQ match, by the way. I don't know why they didn't announce that on Monday. What? <sighs> this idea you know? of switching things up at the last minute and announcing it on social media. I really hate it. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the tag title match. When did that get announced? That got announced on SmackDown. It was in the graphic. It was? Yeah. I totally missed that then. Probably because I was typing up the whole like, okay, well, they <laughs> announced this other thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, um, Tag title match. It was good. They're they're good together. I was personally upset because I just ran down to the kitchen from typing up the Tony Khan thing. I left the desk. Tony, famous last words. They're not going to take the belt off the Hurt Business. Bobby Lashley just won the belt. (laughs) Oh, crap. They took... As soon as I hit the bottom step, I took the belt off the Hurt Business. Turned right around. Up the steps to go. By the time I'm writing, hey, New Day won the belt. Oh, here comes AJ. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. I guess they'll just, they're going to stare him down and build to that in a couple of weeks for Mania. Oh, they're in the ring. Oh, they're just announcing a match for us. Okay. Oh, I guess I'm writing that now. You're like, 
all right, new tab, but then in the background, I don't know why. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, we'll do that. Uh, and then they go, hey, we accept that challenge. And then you cut right to Damien Priest and Bad Bunny backstage, and R-Truth is like, here's some Stone Cold merchandise, can I have my belt that, back? That's exactly what happened. And <laughs> I, at that point, I was on the phone, and I'm just kind of like, ah! <laughs> like, they're doing something else! I gotta go! <laughs> like, you know. Just be like, I, I gotta change I, the twenty four seven championship now. Like, you know, I texted Tony that we needed a therapy session. This podcast <laughs> is becoming a therapy session. That is just like, what are you doing? It's Why? it's a lot more stressful than it needs to be. That's for sure. Yeah, I I don't ever subscribe to the idea of let's wait until the last minute and then throw everything out there on one week. Yeah, it's and stupid. then weeks and weeks of nothing really happens and then everything changes and all that. Cause I'm not the type of guy. I'm not the person who's like, who needs that adrenaline rush out of nowhere, you know? Right. And I'm not the type of person who likes when you just build and 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 build. And then you're like, yeah, there you go. And now we're going to build and build and build. I'm like, no, I give me like, I don't know. Give me a smoother ride. Fair the whole thing. Stressful, but very much so. We got that stuff going on. No information about the Raw Women's Championship. Oscar tried to kill Shannon Baszler. I like that. I don't blame her. She knocked out her tooth. I like it. And then on the NXT side of things, we got a couple of different things going on. But some of it we already mentioned. But they replaced a couple elements of the card just because they couldn't have the same people there for the outbreak. So I was assuming that, for instance, Dexter Loomis beating Austin Theory, probably what the game plan was from the start. But the difference would have been it wouldn't have been just Austin Theory there. The other people in the way would have been ringside. I think it worked okay. Most uh, of the stuff that they had done, like, you know, the promos that uh, Crystal and Young Veterans cut. It's the same promo, it's just not in the ring. Right. We got uh, Tomas Ciampa had mentioned to Mackenzie Mitchell that somebody had taken out Timothy Thatcher. He assumed that it was Imperium, so he took out Alexander Wolf, and he's going to get to the other ones. He took out uh, Marcel Bartel in a, a match. He beat him by pinfall. They had a whole thing afterward with that. Fabian Eichner, Marcel Bartel, and uh, Walter all beat down Champa, so at some point we're getting Champa Walter, which Walter. that should be pretty cool. We got LA Knights debut. He beat August Gray. Here's a nitpick. Everybody that's a big deal on 205 Live gets treated like they're garbage on regular NXT. Like yeah. Ashanti the Adonis made a name for himself going from Tahuti Miles to Ashanti through the NXT transition to 205 Live. And then, this, like, three or four times, they've had him on NXT since then, where it's like, we're not even going to give him an entrance. And this same kind of thing happened with August Gray here. Gray, no entrance. No title card. Nothing. Just like, hey, LA Knight's fighting some dude. It's like, well, that guy's a big deal on Fridays, according to you. You know? <laughs> I hate yep. that. It's it's a packing order. Like, you know, Mansoor is on main event. You don't see Mansoor 
coming up to Monday Night Raw and getting victories. Mansoor's got like a 45 win streak or something. It's very weird. I like Mansoor. Um, so LA Knight and Bronson Reed, they're firmly in their feud because Bronson Reed screwed up LA Knight's coat. So I know that Bruce Pritchard Fat is a uh... <laughs> I know Pritchard probably likes that because he had the whole thing where he talked before about how somebody stole somebody's coat and that's a good enough reason to start a feud. <laughs> oh, look. John Pierre Lafitte took the jacket of Bret Hart and that's he got that because Jose Lothario took the jacket of Dory Funk Jr. I mean, when you got a jacket, Tony, yeah. you're not going to fight for a jacket. What are you fighting for? The <laughs> yeah. Kai beat Zoe Stark. Great. Uh, Legado del Fantasma beat Brizongo. And then we got a little thing afterward with Jordan Devlin. So Devlin versus Escobar happening at TakeOver. Champion versus Champion. And now we also, since we got the Jordan Devlin and Trent Seven match out of the way, that means it's open for Escobar to win, which I'm very, very happy about, and I really hope happens. Yeah, and they are merging the belts, right? It's got to be. I mean, it's champion versus champion to figure out who the real champion is, so you can't end with like a draw or something. Or you can, but you shouldn't. I want Escobar to just win. Make him the champion. Devlin can fight for the Heritage Cup. Move on after that. We um, also got the uh, Birch and Lorcan stuff with uh, Finn Balor and Karrion Cross. Yeah, that's dumb. That whole thing is dumb. Why is Finn Balor taking a pinfall? It could have ended with just like a DQ or something. Dumb. And then we also got the Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly stuff, which was O'Reilly trying to run Adam Cole off the road. Now, what do you think the ultimate solution is? Uh, Tag team match player. (laughs) No, it's it's Cole versus O'Reilly at TakeOver. Yeah, but in what kind of a fight? Wrestling match. Okay, what kind of match? Just a regular wrestling match. No, I think that they, I think that they can do that, and then they can do like a street fight thing on NXT a couple weeks later. Literally said, if they, if the police drop the charges, I have the ultimate solution. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So can't be a regular wrestling match. So like, wait, why is he just saying it's gonna be a match? (laughs) Loser leaves town. They finally move Adam Cole. And they they split up the Undisputed Era, and now there's no reason not to, you know? Loser leaves town, Kyle O'Reilly beats Adam Cole, Cole pops up on Raw the night after WrestleMania. And we get I'm, Cole versus McIntyre at some point. I'm okay with that. I kind of just feel like it's going to be that Ambrose Asylum cage. What are they calling? Are they just calling it asylum matches now? Because they can't call it Ambrose Asylum. No, um, it was on the the Shotzi wheel at Halloween Havoc, and I just can't remember what it was. That might have been like a Halloween gimmicky name. Because it wasn't like tables, ladders, and screams. Like that was that's stupid, by the way. Uh, 
but uh, I'll, I'll look it up. And wasn't it tables, ladders, and scares? Because oh. that rhymes with chairs, not screams. Yeah, that that would make more sense. All right, Tony, <laughs> look. Do you think you're a big man with your <laughs> understanding of puns? Uh, certainly not geography with that speech. <laughs> uh, a weapons wild. Gosh. Weapons wild. Oh, it's not a bad name. Uh, yeah, I'm all right with it. I'd be cool with that. I'd be cool with uh, Loser Leaves Town. I'd be cool with some kind of new gimmick. I don't know what. As, as long as it's not something like, you know, when TNA's like, in this match, you have to hold on to uh, a cup of water. And uh, if another Why guy gets. Yeah, if another guy gets pinned, then he has to juggle. And, <laughs> you know, this. Yeah. And the first person to, to sit in the third row, seat five, wins. <laughs> Go. Yeah. Um, How do you do I a reverse battle royal where the people get into the ring? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> There's a way to do that that would make sense. You do that with little kids where you go, the first one in the pool loses or something. Like that. That's when the pool is a rotten egg. Yeah, they do the rotten egg match. That's what it should be. <laughs> The yeah. the royal rotten egg rumble. Okay, no, I'm I'm looking at the wheel. Sorry, still staring at the wheel. It might be the thing they called Devil's Playground, which is the name for the Hell in a Cell. Oh, cell, so they shouldn't call it that either. Yeah. I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> like, yeah, do the weapons way, while. I I think it's that, or uh, maybe it's just like you're gonna games. <laughs> You're gonna thumb wrestle each other. I, I kind of wanted to do that. Like, I have a solution. Wall games. No, 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 sorry. Impulse. So force a habit. <laughs> and you two are gonna wrestle in a wrestling match. <laughs> Let's talk about dynamite. St. Patrick's Day slam. We already knew the results ahead of time because they had leaked and they turned out to be and, true. You know what? And they were spot on. Yep. Space Force One knows what he's talking about. We're she. We're it. Or they. I don't know. Whoever you are. It could be a robot. <laughs> you know, maybe it is. You get it, right? I don't care. This could be some Johnny Five situation. Whatever is happening with Space Force One, the, they get it right. And this is, I think, like five times now where it's been pretty much spot on. So I think the main thing we could talk about here. It's obviously Ray Phoenix versus... No, it's, it's the Lights Out match. <laughs> okay, there's two things to talk about here. The Pinnacle is a great, great name for a faction. I like it even more than when you told me last week because Tully Blanchard gave him that name. I don't like the name. I like it. I like it because of how they presented it. I'm not a big fan of one-name things like that. Like, have you have you seen on social media where they are going back, they being the members of the Pinnacle, and like revealing these little hints throughout the last year of just like, yeah, we're the Pinnacle of wrestling, and yeah, and MJF's like, yeah, and I'm not gonna stop until AEW is the Pinnacle of professional wrestling. Huh. And that's neat. Uh, I like that. I'm like, yes. 
That's the type of stuff you should be doing. Yeah. You, you plan ahead. And not everything's going to work out when you plan ahead, of course. I know full well how that works. Even just when we were talking earlier, when we were talking about uh, pre-writing stuff up ahead of time. But if you do plan out ahead, sometimes it will work. And when it does, it's great. Like, I didn't know that they did that. I didn't see that on social media. But that is all that much more of a reason to go, okay, I'll trust them when they say, we got a plan here. Just hold on. And uh, they they kind of did that as well with the Lights Out match. Where Tony Khan talked about, like, I've been building a Lights Out match for the past six months. And, you know, this feud has been building for four months. And it was the right time. And this match was perfect. As wrestling matches go in women's wrestling, this is as iconic and as up there for me as, like, anything the Four Horse Women have done. Because this was, hey, women are competing in a bloody match, which you won't see on WWE. And it made sense. It wasn't just violence for the sake of violence. They've been fighting for four months. Uh, yeah, the thumbtacks were a little gnarly, but, you know. It always is. That's, like, I don't want to take any bumps. I don't want to get a chair shot to any part of me. I don't want somebody to put me through a table. None of that stuff. But when you show me, like, somebody gets powerbombed through a table, and then you get the whole thing with the tax, I'm like, I'll put me through the table instead. Like, you know, like I'll take the table bump. Cause even the referees, I'm always one like worried after I forget which referee it was, but I'm pretty sure. Did he get the one that got it in his hand? I think it was an AEW one, but somebody somewhere in the past couple of years or whatever, I'm pretty sure it was an AEW one. uh, They were doing the count and it was just like, they were shaking their hand afterward, and I'm like, oh, they slapped their hand right down on at least one of those. And one of those is enough to be like, oh, God, this is awful. <laughs> you Never know? again. Like, I, yeah, I don't want to be poked like that. And when you get, like, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, are like, you know, getting power bombs and rolling around on things, and uh, I'm just like, no, no, stop. Ow, God, awful. Knock it off. <laughs> I don't know why anybody volunteers to do that. If if I were a referee in pro wrestling and they were like, we're going to have a uh, thumbtack spot in this match, I'm going to be like, yeah, can I not referee this match? Yeah, like I'll referee every other match on the card. I'll do, yeah, I'll do them all one after another. I, I'll be out there all night. I'll not, yeah. do, I'm not, no. Or can I, as a referee, can I have the, uh, those foam fingers? <laughs> That's how I'll do my count. And I'll wear knee pads and I'll wear all this kind of gear so that way I'm not sitting on anything or, you know. That's uh, This match was perfect. What did you think about it? It's great. I do think it's a little bit overrated when people talk about it being like the best match that's ever happened in the history of women's wrestling. Can't go that far. Well, it's clearly, it's bar none the best match AEW has ever presented in women's wrestling. It's, it's the best AEW women's match, yeah. That's the thing. It's on the list already for potential match of the year for AEW for me. It did a great means of showing off how tough both of them are. 
Britt Baker's right. got like a, a picture for her career. Kind of like Austin with yeah. the, you know. Britt Baker bleeding that much was a surprise. Try to say that five times fast. Britt Baker bleeding. Britt Baker bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> I not doing that. Nope. Britt Baker bleeding. Britt Baker. Nope. Couldn't even do two. See? Britt Blaker. Britt Baker bleeding. Britt Baker bleeding. Britt Baker bleeding. Britt Baker bleeding. Okay. All right. That's that's impossible. Big Bubba Rogers. <laughs> Venice Beach, Florida. <laughs> yeah, the the pictures of her bleeding though they they're they're memes now and everything. It's just like great. Good for her. She deserves it. I also thought it was cool that uh, in our weekly Sting gets interviewed by Tony Schiavone thing, which it's like nineteen times that that's happened recently. That they did that little thing with Brian Cage. Where he's probably going to be out of Team Taz soon. I hated that. That came really? out of nowhere. Like, you told me about it. And I watched it. And it just felt unnecessary. All of a sudden he's like, No, I'm not speaking for myself. And yeah, Ricky Starks is wrong. And you are an icon. And immediately they're just like, Well, hey, asshole. What do you mean Ricky Starks is wrong? Yeah. <laughs> No, they didn't even plant those seeds. He just walked away from them. It, it felt weird. It was sort of rushed and everything, but I like that Cage could be in that kind of position because I don't think he's as necessary in Team Taz as somebody else could be potentially. For instance, like I still think that Scorpio Sky would work well. Yeah, but he was gifted the FTW title. What are you going to do with the FTW title? Taz wants it back, and he sends people to go after it. That's your uh, that's your seventh hour of television. <laughs> Can't do that. Go on. <laughs> well, no, I'm not even being funny. Tony Khan said that that third hour on TNT, he wanted it to be built around the FTW title. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna work. I don't like that FTW title. AEW Dark the Third. AEW Underground. What's episode three of Star Wars? Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Taz. <laughs> there, there, there you go. The uh, like uh, Taz can sing the uh Star Wars theme the way that he does with Jungle Boys. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, like yeah. instead of him being like uh, oh, 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 you know, all over the place, he'll be like da 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 da. I love this song. Uh, I love it. There's a lot of tough guys in Star Wars. You know, there's the the there's the, the big hairy guy. What's the guy's name? Uh, Jabba? No, that's not the big one. That's the other big one. You know, uh, Tobacco Chew. Yeah, uh, the Huts. Huts. That's his name. Huts. I like to call him Huts. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good to listen to on Dark. It's oh god, Dark having. Taz, Excalibur, and Negative One just makes everything so good. Negative One is so much fun. That kid's great. I like that, uh, because you mentioned the Sting interruptions. Darby interrupted Sting first and was like, yeah, I've only defended the title three times. And the place cheered. And this is the the (laughs) thing I I don't miss about live crowds, is they cheered. And he's like, no, that's a joke. I... I need to be a fighting champion. And then he goes, and I'm going to pay tribute to the greatest TNT champion ever. 
And now I know that they're going Brody because Tony Khan like said it on the uh, tribute episode. The place starts shining Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, like I don't blame no. them, but it's just like it's funny because Yeah, it's not where they were the, going. These are the issues you run into with live crowds. That whole thing though, like there's multiple ways where that could have been even funnier, even weirder. Like Darby Allen's just kind of like, "Hey, Sting, uh, can I talk a little bit? I've only defended this title three times. See you later." <laughs> that would have been like great, okay. Or if he's like, you know, that's bullshit. I shouldn't have had to do it three times. I should have been champion, you know, without that. Or it could have been a heel turn. But the whole some kind of thing clicked back when John Cena did that United States Open Challenge. That everybody needs to do these. Everybody was just like, mid-card titles need to be open challenges all the time. And I, for the most part, I'm okay with that. But it, there's not like a necessity. Like, it's not... Yeah, it's the TNT Championship. It is kind of the TV title. But then again, the TV title is not the TV title anymore. Because it's not the same thing. The TV titles used to exist during an era where that wasn't was prevalent. the thing. It was, you know... It's always going to be defended on the TV show because the TV show is different, but the live events, you're not going to necessarily see it. The live events don't really exist anymore. Everything's televised. So you don't need a TV title. And I'm still just kind of hoping that he drops that belt. I want to see it on plenty of other people. So I like it the way Cody did it. Because even though I hated some of the people who answered the open challenge, I like that it was a way to say, hey, like our doors are open. You know, I'll fight Warhorse. I'll fight Eddie Kingston. I, I like that concept. Darby kind of just doing the John Cena open challenge thing. It is what it is. And John Silver gets the first shot, which is good. He should lose it to Sean Spears. Yep. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Titles are important, and the Pinnacles should have all the titles, even the ones that don't exist yet. Quite <laughs> frankly, Wardlow should just beat uh, Brian Cage. Like, just take all the titles. Wardlow beats uh, Cage, Spears wins TNT title, FTR wins tag titles, MJF wins the world title, and then uh, they and then, they throw in uh, Zelina Vega, and she can become the women's champion. Why not? I mean, honestly... Give them all the belts. Yeah. Make a new belt. Give them, you know, give it to pick Tully. up some stuff from Boxcovs. Yeah, <laughs> Just... give, it, give it to Tully. <laughs> He's got this t- that title that he brought back, you know. Yeah. Let's carry that. Recognize that. Uh, the other stuff that's happening on here, I don't think there was really anything else we needed to talk about. Just you know, normal stuff. You know, Christian wants to outwork people. Jade Cargill had a squash. Et cetera, et cetera. They, they have mastered the squash match. I'll give them that. Um, they have definitely mastered the squash match. And that's good because you only have four other hours of television for competitive <laughs> matches. Yeah. And then on SmackDown, we got Banks retaining the women's title against Nia Jax. We got some uh, stuff here with uh, setting up the fast lane stuff that we had talked about. Bianca Belair with the line of the night said, Oh, Reginald is still in this? <laughs> like, yes. Thank you. 
There's a uh, further proof that there's a conspiracy against Sami Zayn because he lost his match against King Corbin. What do you think about the way that they promoted this? Uh, they're doing different stuff with Zayn, and I like it, especially if it leads to Zayn and Owens. Well, they were flat out saying, I forget exactly how they worded it, but it was something like, instead of the irresistible force meets the unmovable object, it was like the... the oh, un- no, yeah, they called it the... I have a headline right here. Uh, Sami Zayn, irate after learning WWE called his match the least anticipated match in yeah. SmackDown history. And Corbin was the unlikable object or something, and I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, the it's, irritable force and the unlikable irritable object. force. That's what it was. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. It's the type of thing that it doesn't land so well sometimes, but sometimes it works. And for this one, I was like, you know what? I take a little bit of a shot. That's kind of fun. Yeah, and uh, Sami Zayn gave Owens the Haluva kick. Owens is on commentary. And it looks like they're going with those two for WrestleMania. And yeah, I like it. It's not something that I think I would have been pitching. I'll say that. I want royalty. I pitched I pitched this immediately following Elimination Chamber. That is kind of the way that they need to go, though. Because they've booked themselves in the corners. Some of these things, even if that's not how I would want to do things, if I were to be a part of WWE Creative tomorrow and they said, all right, what are your ideas? I'd be like, look, you have to go in this direction now. Otherwise, you're taking two weeks before WrestleMania and you're switching it all up. You can't do it. You got to do Zayn against Owens. And the only other way around it is if you do Zayn against Owens against Corbin. And I don't think that Corbin should be a part of that. I think Corbin should either be a part of the Battle Royal or in maybe some kind of a multi-man match for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, I could see him in that multi-man ladder match. I don't know if they're going to go that with that or if they're going to do that with the United States title. It could be one or the other. Um, I would think it would be the IC title just because I think the IC title has more people and more like people for whatever reason when you put the IC title in the ladder match people like immediately get hyped because you can go yeah I remember Sean and Razor and like that one at WrestleMania 31 it's got a good history to it well the United States has more than enough people I would think Ah, uh, they've got let's see they got Ali, they got Riddle, they've got potentially Keith Lee if he gets back in time, they got Jeff Hardy, they got Ricochet, they've got Sheamus if he's not doing anything else, but that wouldn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, you could always give a little bit more of a boost to somebody like a Drew Gulak, you got Angel Garza who could be doing something like that. You got Andrade. <laughs> Technically I mean- speaking, you know. You have Andrade. You're not letting them go. Depending on what they do with some of these other people, like we have no indication yet that they're going to go in a direction with Elias and Jackson Riker. There's no set amount of uh, thing for the rest of the Hurt business. So they got some people. Uh, yeah, put Shelton Benjamin in the ladder match. Let him do the thing he does where he let runs him up ladders. Yeah, like let him Shelton. It's been a while. <laughs> He's been Benjamin, uh, Benjamin-ing too much. <laughs> he hasn't been Benjamin. Sheltoning. 
He needs to Shelton. He needs less Benjamining, more Sheltoning. <laughs> it's hard to say, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Try to say Benjamining, Britt Baker, bleeding. <laughs> Don't <Don't laughs> Benjamining, Britt Baker, bleeding. Oh, God. That's awful. <laughs> that's an awful thing. And then we got some other kind of stuff going on that it's going to factor into WrestleMania, of course. I mean, we know that for Fastlane, Edge is going to be the special ring influencer for the Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns match. I'm still going with Roman Reigns retaining there. Are you still going with Daniel Bryan might win? Or are you going with Reigns ultimately? Well, no, no. Callum was the one who said he likes that there's a smidgen of doubt. I don't have the smidgen of doubt for Fastlane, but I do think we're getting a three-way at Mania. I just assume that Reigns is winning and Brian's not going to be a part of that. But I guess we'll find out. And we'll find out this Sunday. At least to a certain extent. They might not announce anything. Other than uh, that, I think that's it. Um, okay, we got to backtrack a little bit because we didn't cover Saray. Ah, I forgot to add her into the mix. Yeah, we got confirmation. Um, she is somebody who was recruited last year. She signed a contract with WWE, and then COVID happened. So she never came to the United States because, you know, travel. So now she's not only being advertised, so that's good, but they gave her a name that's basically the same as the name that she was using before, but they just switched it up a little bit. Instead of S-A-R-E-E-E, it's S-A-R-R-A-Y. So Saray instead of three. So I was always reading it over the past year, just three. <laughs> Very good. Not many things that you see three E's. That's why yeah. I always thought it was interesting. It's usually two E's. Two E's. And then I was like, oh shit, I'm wrong. It's like a just keep it like a, you know, the key gets stuck on the keyboard. There's like 15 three. E's. Three. But she's Saray, and she looks kind of neat. Yeah, this would be fun. Still no confirmation about the whole thing with uh, Chan Sha. May Ying like hasn't wrestled or anything yet, so we still don't know. Like, it seems like it's Karen Q, but they're they're not showing her face, so it's like can't be like ah, oh, it's Karen Q, and then be like, well, did you look at her face? No, I can't because they don't show it, so we don't know for sure. Uh, listen, I'm still going with you need to hire a bunch of jabronis, do the Mei Ying classic, and just have Xia Li kill these people. <laughs> Am I forgetting anything else from these hot tags? I don't think so. Uh, let's see. Uh, AEW just trademarked uh, Pinnacle. We talked about Pinnacle already. WWE trademarked Jesse Kamea. Uh... Yeah, I think we're good. Alrighty. Well, that is it for the hot tags. Of course, as I mentioned before, the next thing you're going to be hearing from us is going to be the post show for fast lane on this Sunday night after the pay-per-view is over with when we go live and talk about the results and we recap everything that happened and give our review of everything that happened as well. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel and that way you'll get that notification when we go up on that. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Smartout Moment. Follow our separate things, just on our individual accounts that we've got going on. I'm at Tony Mango, and Rob is at Dude Felice. Yeah, and you can just check out everything with Fightful Select. If you like me constantly bringing up Sean Ross app, check out his stuff over at Fightful Select. And uh, yeah, 
I can't wait to be back here on Sunday because we are on the road to WrestleMania. Because Tony, WrestleMania is back in business. It's too big for one night again. <laughs> Finally, again. So yeah, uh, that's happening. There's the Smart Madness tournament. There are plenty of different articles and some different other things happening. There's podcasts all over the place, in particular on these websites. <laughs> Not just like, hey, check your driveway. There's a podcast out there. But there's a smart cut moment. There's fanboysanonymous.com. As I mentioned before, check out the A Review to a Kill podcast for the Bond stuff. There's going to be movie reviews and some different things, including the Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League that we'll either do live in a few minutes after this. Well, you're not going to be hearing this afterward, but you know what I mean. Uh, after we record this at the very least, or maybe we'll do that just separate, but check it out. If you want to hear our thoughts about Zack Snyder's justice league, we're eventually going to do a bonus features about the first episode of Falcon and the winter soldier. That'll be up on the Patreon, Patreon exclusive. So stay tuned for that. And anything else that's happening, you'll catch wind of it. I'll tell you, you'll find out. So hang out with us. Keep listening. Check out stuff on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the megamaniacs pay attention to that wrestlemania 19 live watch along that we're going to try to do and yeah everything else that should be next sunday if i recall correctly sunday the 28th is the current plan yep so all that stuff's cooking and we're going to add some more spice to that and make a really good recipe yes i'm gonna be eating that pepper steak yeah (laughs) no i come with pepper steak too (laughs) Marquise, send us your uh, your recipe for that. And we will see you when we see everybody, but thank you for listening for this episode and for any other, other kinds of support that you guys give us. But for now, this has been another Smart Out moment. We are being counted out. Ah!